everyone. This is Nathan Frederick, and welcome to the So You Wanna Be a Missionary podcast, where we talk about all things missions. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast. If you like what you hear, subscribe. We try to do a podcast once a week, and we drop it usually sometime on Tuesdays. Hey, everybody, this is Nathan. Good to talk to you again. This is one of those podcasts where I'm just going to do most of the talking, and I'm talking off script. So hold on tight, because we're going to get wild. (laughs) But the last time I did this, I talked a a little bit about God's call and how God calls us. Um, And I've had some questions since then about how I got called. My answer to, to, you know, how did you get called to the mission field, Nathan, is read my book. <laughs> you'll um, say for the known way, you'll, you'll really uh, get a good sense of how God called me. And it was over time. It's not about an audible voice. It's about separating truth from all the other noise that's around you. So the more you've kind of bathed your mind in truth, such as the scriptures, such as hanging out with other Christians and talking about the things of God with them, the more you're going to be able to recognize truth from the noise. I just went back over um, this, and uh, my microphone is scratching against my beard. I'm still low budget here, guys. (laughs) So I apologize for that. I'm trying to keep that from happening. But anyway, we're talking about hearing God's voice. Let me tell you more about how I hear God's voice. Remember I talked about that three-legged stool, right? Uh, I'm going to go through each one of those things. There's the, the scriptures. There's through prayer and meditation, and there's through the voice of the people around you, other believers around you that know you and you trust their input. Uh, Those are the three legs of the stool. So let's start with the scriptures. I I don't know about you, but I, I would often go to the Bible and open it up and hope that a scripture just jumped out at me. And I read my Bible that way for a long, long time. I don't do it quite that way anymore. I have a more systematic way. But God still has verses jump out at me. And I don't know how legit it was to open. Well, actually, you know, most of the time I didn't get an answer. <laughs> so so it probably wasn't all that legit um, to do it that way. And I know a lot of Christians do do it that way. Um, but I, I just I just wonder about that because uh, scriptures, you know, taken out of context, you know, God can use the anything really. But if you read scripture in context, I, I just found that I get a whole lot more direction out of it. So the most recent scripture I think that spoke to me was in Luke chapter 8. It was the parable of the sower. And I was reading it and it God spoke to me through it. And here's how he spoke to it. First of all, I was reading it and I was thinking, it's kind of odd. Now, let me back up. Um, I go to a church here in, in uh, Ohio uh, that has a lot of farmers in it, right? And I've actually talked more about farming and how the weather affects farming than I have my entire life. And so uh, as I was reading this, I just had a conversation with a guy from church about the weather and uh, how it was hard to get the seed into the ground because the ground was so muddy. But it got me thinking about and he was also talking about how expensive the seed was. And so uh, 
anyway, I was reading this parable, and I'm like, you know, this sower, he's kind of wild. I mean, he's just throwing his expensive seed here and there and everywhere. And um, what I started thinking about is, well, this, this, this parable is not about the sower. In fact, you know what? It seems to be about the soil. And it seems to be about preparing soil. And what that spoke to me is that my call, I'm, I'm not a huge evangelist. I don't go, I don't talk to strangers about my faith unless, you know, it, it's, it's, a, it's a real smooth transition into it. But uh, I am a good soil preparer. I spent, you know, 20 plus years overseas as a missionary preparing the soil. And we saw fruit from that. But most of the time it was sowing into a place that had never heard the gospel before and sowing an idea of who Jesus is into people who've never thought of him that way before. And what this was, was God speaking to me saying, what you're doing is my work. And you can feel a little bit second rate if you're not an evangelist who's leading people to Jesus all the time. That's not who I am. But I do lead people to Jesus over time. And I am very good at preparing the soil and preparing people to hear the good news. So you have to trust that as you're going through your life, you're preparing soil and that you're not the only one involved here. I mean, you're not this person who doesn't know Jesus, his only chance at hearing the gospel. There can be people coming behind you after you have prepared the soil. And so those of you out there who are used to preparing the soil and feel guilty about that you're not more aggressive in your evangelism, I believe God is saying, don't feel that way. Your work is very important. At least that's what he told me. And he told me that through the scriptures. That's how God spoke. Now let's move on to the second leg, which is through prayer and meditation. I've recently come across something really, really cool, and a friend of mine introduced it to me. It's called Questions for Jesus, and it's about asking Jesus questions and waiting for him to answer. And it's just been really good for me. It's Questions for Jesus by a guy named Tony Stoltzfus. And there's actually a book about it on Amazon um, if you want to look it up. But there's also an app, Questions for Jesus, you can download for free. And the idea is this. Jesus wants to answer our questions, but often we're not asking the right questions. So if I ask Jesus, so who's going to be the next president of the United States? Most of the time he doesn't answer. So does that ever stump you? It's like, I asked Jesus things and he doesn't answer. It'd be really cool if he just gave me the answer. What should I do with my life? Should I take this job? Um, but it comes down to this. Jesus is interested in a relationship with us. He's not interested in doing business with us. And questions like, should I take this job? Or who will be the next president of the United States? our business questions. So a question that Jesus easily answers is something like this. Jesus, what brings you joy 
when I, you see me function as part of the body of Christ? And I asked Jesus that question once, and he spoke to me. And the thing is, through this, this asking Jesus questions, relationship-based questions, Jesus often answers almost immediately. And the answer came immediately when I asked him this question, how, what brings you joy when you see me functioning in the body of Christ? And he gave me a picture of me standing at the door of the temple with the torn veil there, but it's still hanging there, though it was torn, and me holding back that veil and letting people who walked by see what was inside. That's what my job was, just to hold back that veil and let people see what's inside. And that really gave me comfort because that's how I function. I'm, I'm there, I'm present, I'm pointing people to Jesus, but I'm not necessarily convincing them to go in and find him. So that was another way God spoke to me through prayer meditation, the second leg of the stool. Now the third leg is talking and being prayed for and just having, having time with other Christians that you trust, building relationship with other Christians that you trust. If you don't have people in your life you trust and that can tell you hard things, then I think you're missing out on the third leg of the stool. I think you're missing out, and, you're, and uh, it doesn't mean you're, you're going to hell or anything like that, but it means that you're balancing on two legs, I think, and that makes life much more difficult. And so letting people into your life to become that third leg is, is important, in my opinion, anyway. And I think I can back that up through Scripture. But um, I have people in my life that, that I can talk to and talk about the things of God with, and it builds me up. And I also have people in my life who correct me when I'm wrong. I just had somebody very close to me tell me I was too cynical. And he was right. He's right. You know, uh, I, I am. I'm 55 years old, and I've become cynical in my old age. I'm cynical about a lot of things. And that word helps me temper that and be aware of it and confess it as sin. On the other hand, I had a text conversation with a friend of mine not too long ago, who's not used to having that this third leg in his life. And he was talking about uh, something, and I said, well, you know, uh, you know, all of us could, could use some, some input and in, in correction to our character. We, you know, you could work on your character. And me saying that really made him mad, because he's not used to people speaking into his life that way. And maybe I wasn't close enough to speaking into it. But I don't think, I think the average American Christian does not have these relationships. And if you don't have these relationships, I would challenge you to find them. Yeah, Nathan, where am I going to find that? Well, you start by just confessing your need for it. Find a friend of yours and say, you know what, I really need this third leg of the stool in my life. I really need to talk more about the things of God with someone and have someone tell me hard truths about myself so that I can become more like Jesus. Because let's face it, we all have blind spots that we don't see. And often those blind spots affect us in really negative ways. 
So there you have it. I'm not going to go on and on here, but three legs, uh, three legs of hearing God's voice and of discerning a calling. These are principles that I think we all would do better at uh, if we applied them in our lives. All right. So anyway, you can buy my book, Safer Than Unknown Way, off my website or off of Amazon. Nathan Frederick's the name. It's really great to be able to talk to you again and have a great Christmas. Bye-bye. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Remember, if you liked what you heard, be sure to subscribe. And you can find out more about me and what I do at NathanFrederick.club. Have a great day.